hey, technology must have come a heck of a long way when it comes to portraying an actor, a single actor, playing dual roles opposite themselves. It must have not only come a long way, but gone significantly down in price because everybody's doing it and they're doing it on the small screen. I'm talking James Franco. Uh, he was really a pioneer. Michael Keaton, if you want to get into it. I mean, people have done this in the past, but it's happening a lot now because in quick succession just recently, we've had Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, and now Seth Rogen. I have to say my favorite of all of those would have to be Michael Keaton's Multiplicity. That's a great movie. It's so funny. But anyway, when it comes to an American pickle, uh, without a doubt, Seth Rogen is the best thing in the movie. So I didn't mind having two of them. And just like Robin Williams and Jim Carrey before him, this comedian has a clear dramatic side to himself as well, as he's able to depict two very different characters very convincingly. I felt like they were two distinct people, not just Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. I have, well, I don't know. Mark Ruffalo probably gives him a bit of a run for his money in um, his recent HBO miniseries. But I think, well, I found Multiplicity the most entertaining in terms of actually playing two different people who just happen to look identically alike. I think Mark Ruffalo and Seth Rogen did the have done the best job. Ben Greenbaum, of course, is totally Seth Rogen. But Herschel Greenbaum? Rogan does some genuine transformative acting. I couldn't believe it. I don't want to give anything away. But even when they look more alike toward the end of the movie, you could still tell the difference. And that's all, that's all acting. That's not a visual effect. That's Seth Rogen. And I loved both of them, by the way. And I felt they were very interesting, complex, and ultimate, ultimately likable characters. They both do a lot of bad things. You know, spy versus spy? In some ways, this movie is relative versus relative. Now, I am quite shocked to learn that an American pickle is playing anywhere on a big screen, in a movie theater. But apparently, those of you in the UK, that's how you're going to first be able to see an American pickle. I don't know if it's getting a theatrical release anywhere else, but it is in the UK. And I have to tell you, it's a streaming movie. The story is too small in every possible way, not just story, but also budget, to warrant big screen prices and big screen you know, going to the theater. It, I think you would be very disappointed if you paid to see this on the big screen, quite frankly. Unless, because of the pandemic, prices are low right now, then have a good time. Uh, it's the first feature from both writer Simon Rich and director ba Brandon Trost, and it really plays like that. In fact, sometimes it even feels like a student film. A very promising student film, but a student film nonetheless. Like mistakes that you really shouldn't be making at this level in terms of story, and, and particularly in story, but also I'd say directing. Now, in terms of being a small movie, I have to tell you, it really is just Rogan and Rogan. There are no other real characters in the entire film, which in the case of Sn Sarah Snook is a real shame. I would have liked to have had much more of her. And I thought there was a cute opportunity for her to, be, to come back later on in the film, and they didn't do that. I even would have appreciated more flashback scenes with her. She's so good and was so great opposite Seth Rogen that I, I was sad to see so little of her. Uh, she just doesn't get enough. She's on succession. She's Emmy nominated. She's doing fine. But anyway, Jorma Tacone also shows up in an excellent cameo, very short cameo, but he really did a good job in a realistic, soul-crushing business meeting. <laughs> I was like, wow, it often goes like that. Uh, I, would, I would liken this more to an excellent children's book or a fable from the old country. And speaking of the old country, for my family on both sides, that's Eastern Europe, where Seth Rogen's character is supposed to come from in this movie. He comes from a fictional country, but, you know, 
it's I think you know there's a there's an element of this movie that makes it I think something that could appeal and apply to almost everyone in America and I think that's one of its strengths but yes my family on both sides is from Eastern Europe and I was delighted also to see in the credits that despite this movie taking place in New York City it's shot entirely in Pittsburgh and I have my mom grew up in Pittsburgh and I've spent a number of summers there so those things also really added to my enjoyment of this film in particular so if you're Eastern European <laughs> and you hail from Pittsburgh or have family members who do I think you'll particularly like an American pickle but again you're talking about a movie so small in scope that they can shoot in Pittsburgh for New York City and get away with it they do get away with it I never was watching the movie and was like this isn't New York City but when I thought back I was like oh yeah he never showed me anything distinctly New York City. Like, he never goes to any important New York City landmarks. Everything was like a stand-in. And when you thought back, you were like, oh, yeah, that basically was Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh, but it's not New York City. It has its own charm. And so whenever Pittsburgh is shot as Pittsburgh, I think you see it come through. But like a fable, an American pickle is quite charming, moving, and offers not just one, but I think a couple of important lessons. In fact, it even made me cry towards the end. It was so beautiful. And I really appreciated the emphasis on the importance of family. You don't see that a lot these days. Uh, an American pickle also shows the importance of religion, in this case, Judaism. But again, it's done in a way that it's really applicable to all religions. I thought that also, you know, dealing with older generations of family versus new generations of family, the common ground, but the differences was also nicely explored. It's also nice, also today, to shine a light on why so many people came to America in the first place, and that it's a bold can-do spirit, not, blo not shared bloodlines, that unites us as a people. We too, we too often forget that, so it was nice to be reminded of that here. And because of that, I found an American Pickle to also be a very patriotic film, which I also appreciated. I also visited Ellis Island. I went through my phase, I think like everyone does, I think most people do, of being very interested in immigration to the United States, particularly at the time of Ellis Island. And so I like that element of the film as well. However, in terms of a man waking up 100 years later, this film does very little with that. It's really just more of a plot device than what the movie is about. So you're not going to, this is more of a movie about relationships and family uh, than it is about that science fiction aspect. So I definitely think that an American Pickle is worth watching at home as part of your HBO Max subscription. Keep your expectations low. It's not a movie movie, but that doesn't mean it's not entertaining and doesn't have some very interesting and important things to say. So that's my review of An American Pickle, available exclusively on HBO Max starting Thursday, August 6th. Share your own thoughts down below, subscribe today, and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now. 